0: What's up everybody and welcome to the podcast Dog Mom Mentality where we strive to play with dogs and not emotions. I am your virtual bestie Caroline and I have my furry friend here Layla and we are going to give you a break from your day to talk about all things dogs and emotional well-being. If you have ever been emotionally affected by your dog then this is the podcast for you. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Dog Mom Mentality podcast. We have made it through another week. And honestly, I did not know if I was going to be able to say that or not because these past like 2, two to 3ish weeks have been very very crazy for me. I am drained. Like just to be totally completely honest, real, I am drained my creativity is like really low right now. I've been really tired. And I think part of this has to do with that. My nine to five has just ramped up a little bit. And I've been taking on um, this pretty big project, which it is very cool to like see us go from start to finish on this project. But it's just a lot of work, a lot of brain power. I'm like in my masculine 24 seven. Um, and so I haven't really had a lot of time to just like sit and think and wonder. And like, sometimes that is what fulfills me the most. So I'm feeling really drained. I don't want to say I'm feeling unfulfilled, but like, I know that there's this piece of me that like, wants more, like creativity wise, if that makes sense, just to kind of like sit and be and think and wonder and like, do my own thing. Um, Yeah, so balancing a nine to five with Doing stuff for dogma mentality gets really hard sometimes. And I'm not gonna lie, this week I'm a bit drained. I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit worn out. Um, but also at the same time, if you've been following on my Instagram and TikTok, I have shared about going off birth control, and I came off birth control like three weeks ago now, I think. It's been about four weeks since I've had my last period, and that was induced via the pill. Um so this like whenever i have my next period it'll be my first period without hormonal birth control. But ever since coming off of it i've had some headaches, i've been really tired at times and i knew that these were side effects that were probably coming so um just working through that on top of the chaos that is life with a 9 to 5 trying to be a normal human being trying to do like a passion project side business. um, It's a lot. And if you are also going through that or if you are trying to juggle like being a student and doing your Instagram and brand collabs or like, you know, maybe you have a side business for your art, whatever it is, I feel you. I feel you so much. And if you relate to this, like I would love to know, I would love to know how to maybe help you more like trying to find that balance, Um, even if it's, even if you aren't in the exact same situation as me, I'm sure there are like some tips that we can, we can share with each other. So if you relate to that, DM me, let's, let's talk about it. Let's, at least we can vent to each other, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we are just gonna go ahead and get straight into this episode. Today's guest is Devin from Devin and Willow. And Devin is a digital creator and dog mom in Phoenix, Arizona. Her content focuses on life as a dog mom and life as an introvert, and it encourages people to love themselves for who they are while learning to grow and push themselves out of their comfort zone to create a life that they love. She also has a podcast called So Glad We're Friends that she hosts with two friends who all met over Instagram. And if you've been listening to this podcast, I've had both of the co-hosts on dog mom mentality as well. So Brittany from Working Dog Mama and Maggie from... Maggie with the dogs. Um, And then in Devin's spare time, she loves reading, watching TV, playing pickleball, going on a Starbucks run and to the park with her dog, Willow. And she originally got her her Instagram TikTok fame because of her Corgi Willow. Um, She is most famously famously famous. Oh, my God. (laughs) I can't say it. (laughs) She is most famously no. <laughs> okay, guys, she's really famous because she's she's known for her food a woos or as the corgi that howls when she eats. So if you've ever seen Willow on TikTok or Instagram and she's howling after she eats her food, that's that's Willow of Devin and Willow. As always, ratings and reviews are greatly appreciated. If you feel called to, if you like an episode, if you like this episode, if you love the guest. Go leave a rating and a review and let me know your feedback, and let's get into this episode with Devin. Hello, Devin. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, <laughs> thanks for having me. I'm
1: a little nervous. <laughs>
0: it's so funny that like you're nervous because you literally have your own podcast.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm just, like, I'm so shy, and I am comfortable talking with people that I'm comfortable yeah. with, and I'm comfortable with you, but, like, I've never had a one-on-one chat with you I before. know.
0: This is our first time besides just, like, <laughs> going back and forth in um, DMs with voice chat stuff, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> But if you could just start off by giving us a little intro to you and who you are and maybe who Willow is since this is a dog podcast.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm Devin. I am Willow the Corgi's mom. Um, I grew up in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm very close with my family. I am very introverted and I went to college at ASU to do graphic design And I was a graphic designer for five years, and then my dog's Instagram account started to blow up, and I kind of made the goal to do that full-time. And I saved saved up as much money as I could, and then I just quit my job and started doing social media full-time. So now I'm a full-time content creator. Um, Willow is most known as the corgi that howls when she eats, so that helped me gain a lot of followers, Um, and she's just a very cute expressive
0: corgi she is who i think about whenever i see a corgi like we were at target yesterday and i saw a corgi Mm -hmm. on a pair of socks with like sunglasses on it was like a little cartoon (laughs) corgi and i literally thought to myself like oh that looks like willow (laughs) so she like is ingrained in my memory as like the corgi yeah she's very cute she has like eyebrows
1: And eyeliner. Yeah, I love
0: it. I love that one. Um, that video that you made of you trying to do your makeup, like <laughs> doing her. eyeliner. Yeah, that was really funny. Okay, so, I cannot. Pull yeah, it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know if anybody can, but her. But um, <laughs> so you were like a very creative person prior to Instagram. Like, so you you were yeah, doing all kinds of stuff. I mean, I guess graf- I would consider graphic design more creative. It is very creative. It's also something that you have to have, like, a lot of confidence mm-hmm. in,
1: and I don't think I had that much confidence as a designer. Oh, interesting. Like, I – yeah, it was weird. I didn't believe in myself to, like, create good logos. I was mostly a website designer, mm-hmm. and I – that's what I felt comfortable in, but, like, I felt like I sucked at doing brochures or, like, logos or branding mm-hmm. – so yeah, but I've always been the creative one in my family, but I've never been like an artist, I guess. You okay,
0: that's so interesting to hear. So then how did you gain the confidence to like be creative with Willow's Instagram? I think I just, there's something in my brain that
1: makes me need to do something. Like I obsess over it and I have to figure it out and mm-hmm. do it. And I'm not like afraid to try and learn mm-hmm. things. So that's kind of how I came up doing graphic design. I just had to start trying doing it. And my boss let me just play around and learn. And then that was the same thing with Instagram. Willow gave me that outlet to learn Instagram, mm-hmm. really. Like it's kind of nice with the, starting with a dog Instagram account because they get to be the right. face while you get to be the creator. And you don't have to like put yourself yeah. out there and fail with your right. face. You can just try it at first with your pets. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, she really gave me that
0: outlet to play around, I guess. Yeah, that that makes sense. That's really cool that you did graphic design. That's, like, nothing that I'm good at at all. Like, I've always had to, like, ask people for help whenever it comes to graphic design stuff. So how did you – I mean, like – I'm sure you had to have a lot of confidence quitting your job to do content creation Mm -hmm. full time. So do you think like you've just been taking baby steps to like build your confidence just to like get to this point? it's like,
1: yeah, you, you learn or you get like positive feedback Mm -hmm. and that slowly builds your confidence and you can kind of trust yourself more and more. And, but still, I literally, I have waves, like my self-esteem steam plummets and i feel like i'm the worst like creator i suck all my content sucks and why can't i be like everybody else and then there'll be days where i'm like oh this is really right. good so it's just like i don't want to give mm-hmm. up basically yeah
0: no that makes sense okay i want to get into being an introvert and making friends as an adult that was like a highly mm-hmm. requested topic <laughs> um Which I thought was super funny because it's like all of these dog people that have thousands of followers and they're like, how do I make friends as an adult? (laughs) Uh. Yeah. I feel like that has
1: to be a common thing though. Like we got our dogs to be our friends and to like be able to take them to public places with us. And so I feel like that is common that dog moms are introverts. Yeah.
0: I was thinking about this a lot the other day. Like – Is it hard to – like, even if you consider yourself extroverted, is it, like, hard to have close friends still, like, as an adult, like, make a close friend? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you could be, like, extroverted and go to, like, parties and stuff, but, like, you might just be acquaintances with all those people.
1: Yeah. And the hard thing about making friends as adults is most of those people you're trying to make friends with all already have established friend groups or families. So like you don't fit in, like you're not in college where everybody's trying to make friends and nobody has anyone anymore. So like I've made friends with my coworkers, but they also have their own friend Mm groups. So it just stayed as like work friends. And so I never had like a solid
0: friend group. Yeah. No, I totally get that. And then with like dogs like you might have friends that you make through like a club or a sport but then like they might still have their own friends and so then it's like exactly. do you walk around with like this sign on that says like I'm an introvert I need friends like <laughs> I I don't want just um I don't want just like an acquaintance I want like a real friend <laughs> Yeah, that's
1: – what's been nice about sharing it on social media yeah. is because, like, I can be vulnerable about it on social media, and I don't have to go up to a stranger right. in public so that other people can
0: approach me and be like, oh, I also don't have any friends and want to be friends, yeah. you know? So that has helped. Since you've been talking about it on Instagram and TikTok, have you had anybody from your area reach out and, like, say, like, hey, I'm also an introvert if you want to hang out? so Really? I mean, that's awesome. It's like
1: – Because those videos go viral because so many people can relate to this problem. But then I have like a hundred people messaging me that they want to hang out. So then it's like, okay, well, crap, I can't hang out with everyone. So I don't really know but um i recently i have a friend that also has two corgis and i've taken willow to her corgis birthday party before but we've never been mm-hmm. friends like we've never hung out and so last weekend we went to happy yeah. hour and she also she just got out of a long term relationship and she needs a friend yeah. now so, like, that has been Oh, lucky. that's
0: awesome. That's that's yeah. so interesting that you have all these people messaging you now. You could, like, just really flip the switch and make, like, a, have a, a million, million friends. friends or, like, have, like, a huge party with, like, all these introverts coming together. And then it's <laughs> just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. Totally. I, I was
1: thinking about that last year. Everybody wanted me to, like, organize a meetup yeah. or something. And, like... I don't know, just also being shy, it scares me, like it overwhelms me, so I don't know. I'm thinking about maybe starting a Facebook group or something where people can meet
0: up with people in their area. I don't know. No, that's a good idea. My uh, town or my city, they have a Ladies of Lexington Facebook group, and people will get on there and put like recommendations or ask questions, but occasionally, well, it's actually getting more frequent, but... Probably, like, once or twice a week, I will see it on my feed where somebody posted in the group saying, like, I'm looking for friends. This is, like, my bio. And, you know, they'll put, like, mm-hmm. a picture of them, how old they are, like, their interests and everything. And it's, like, I feel like people are getting more vulnerable about putting themselves out there to, like, make friends, which is so cool to see. Yeah. And maybe just more comfortable yeah. with Yeah. Other people are doing it, like you. I mean, maybe –
1: Yeah, like 10 years ago, probably trying to make friends on an app was probably so sketchy Mm -hmm. and weird, and now
0: it's becoming more normal. Totally, yeah. So would you say a lot of like your closer friends, like people that you talk to every day, you've made through Instagram because of Willow? Like, you, you know, you started Willow's Instagram, and now you have friends that you talk to every day that you consider your best friends that you have like close relationships with. Uh, yeah, I definitely have more close friends
1: on social media. I mean, Maggie and Brittany, right. I talk to them every single day, um, and that was so lucky that we, like, connected. Mm-hmm. And then just other people like you and people that I message, like my right. mutuals. I have more of friends like that than I actually have friends in Phoenix. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, that makes sense. So how yeah. did those relationships kind of start for you? Like... Even just with Maggie and, and Brittany, who now you talk to every day, was it just because you were messaging, like, because you both had dog accounts back whenever it was, like, first getting popular in, like, 2018, 2019, you know, did you find them through, like, similar interests or, like, they obviously don't have corgis, so, like, you didn't find them through, like, yeah. the corgi world. Yeah, uh, well, we all wanted the tea on, like, brands (laughs) in the dog industry.
1: Oh, (laughs) that's great. And that's that's what we built our friendship on. And, you know, honestly, having a friend like Brittany is what every introvert needs. Because she made me be friends with her and then made me start a group chat with (laughs) Maddie. So, like, that's my biggest problem with making friends is taking the initiative. Mm -hmm. So, it's nice having a friend that takes the initiative. Yeah, I know. That makes sense.
0: I feel like... Every person in a group, whether it's, like, friends or in work or whatever, has their strengths. And so it's really Mm -hmm. easy to look at somebody like Brittany and be like, yeah, she's a really good community builder. Like, she takes that initiative. Mm -hmm. And kind of just be like, okay, well, what's my strength? Because, like, I'm an introvert and, like, I'm here. Did you ever have those moments? Um,
1: Well, we – on our podcast last week, or it's not out yet, but we did an Enneagram quiz or whatever. And I was kind of taking it from the perspective of a friend. Mm -hmm. And I learned that I'm like the laid back, I'll do what everybody else wants to do Mm -hmm. friend. um, Like easy to get along with and easy to like meet up with. So I feel like that's kind of my strength as a friend is just like easy to be around. Yeah, no,
0: I mean, I feel like you need that. Like almost like the peacemaker um there's another like behavioral personality quiz and one of the like characters on it is like the peacemaker like just like the calm neutral like peaceful friend and I do feel like that's good to have around because some people (laughs) sometimes you can have too much energy and you kind of need that other person to like bring you down um yeah so did you meet anybody specifically because of having a corgi like I know you said you're one friend but have you made any other friends like just because you had a corgi um not off of social
1: media okay so was that just like a meet up then the the
0: girl that I'm hanging out with currently um well no just like from how how do you how you met other people with a corgi Oh, yeah, I've only, like,
1: we, I, all the Corgi people that I know, we connected on Instagram oh, okay. first, and then we met up. Like, I am friends with Willow's litter mate. Oh, okay, cool. His parents, unfortunately, they moved to Seattle, but, like, yeah, we kind of, she found me and was like, oh, my God, I have Willow's sibling. Oh, that's so fun. Let's take them to the dog park together. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I haven't ever, like, been out walking or, like, at a dog park or something, and then talk to someone else with a corgi because I'm socially awkward
0: (laughs) has anybody ever came up to you and like knew who you and Willow were yeah is that like interesting or like (laughs) awkward or like how do you how does that make you feel
1: (laughs) I love it I when I went to Colorado last year I was waiting for my cousin to come and pick me up I was outside of the airport with Willow Mm -hmm. And some person drives by and this guy sticks his head out the window and goes, Willow, Devin. And I waved and they're like, oh my God, it is oh your gosh! And it was like, my body felt like so much, I don't know, adrenaline and dopamine or something. It was like a hit of like happiness. It was really weird. Oh,
0: that's so cool. <laughs> I think that would be so yeah. freaking cool. Okay. Be- it doesn't happen that often though. It just like every once in a while. It, it's yeah. Cool. No, I... <laughs> I mean, I would love that. I don't know who wouldn't love that. I think it would be so interesting. Beyond your dog Instagram friends, what are some other ways that you have, like, either tried to make friends or that you have made friends? Like, even if it was a fail, (laughs) what are some of the different Um, ways?
1: So my best friend I made in college, but it was because we both loved Lady Gaga. And... Then, like, I had this phase in my life where I was going to concerts all the time of Lady Gaga and Ellie Golding, and I made friends that way because we were all the people that got there really early to be in the front row, and we all were, like, passionate about one musician. Mm -hmm. And then I've also tried making friends on Bumblebee and failed at it. I failed numerous times. There was this one girl who also had a corgi. That's why we met up. We brought our corgis. And we went on two different, like, friend mm-hmm. dates. And then she, like, invited me to for the July party with another friend who was looking for friends. And I just, like, didn't go. Like, I don't know. It wasn't the friend match. Like, it was kind of a friendship that drained my mm-hmm. energy. And the friends that I am looking for and value are the ones that don't drain right. my energy. So I was just like, I don't think this is a match. Mm-hmm. And...
0: I also just didn't continue to put in the yeah. effort. How does Bumble BFF work? Like, I, I don't even really know how Bumble works. So, like, if you could just kind of explain.
1: Yeah, it's like a dating yeah. app. So, you start by, like, putting in pictures of yourself and then you get to answer questions based on prompts. And you put in, like, a little bio. And usually the girls that are looking for friendships will like just straight up list like the type of the things that they like to do okay. and the kind of friend that they're looking for um and you just do the swipe left or okay. right. and then if you make a match on bumble usually the women have to talk mm-hmm. first but since it's both girls like either person can gotcha. say hi first so like a lot of times i'll match with a bunch of people and i neither one of us will like take the initiative to even message each other right. you know or, like, sometimes they'll message me and be like, hey, girl, I would love to hang out. And they be like, yeah, that'd be so fun. And then I never hear okay. that. Okay. So it's, like, it takes a Yeah, lot of time. it's, like, hit
0: or miss. Yeah. Okay. And then besides Bumble BFF, has there been anything else, like, as an adult that you are trying to do to make friends? I think I'm
1: just trying to get out of my comfort zone and do things alone Mm -hmm. and practice not feeling awkward when I'm hanging out alone and then hoping that eventually like maybe if I get used to going to Pilates classes like eventually I'll make a friend that way so you just have to put yourself out of your comfort zone obviously your friends aren't gonna come ring your bell and be like hey do you want (laughs) to be friends so but like I have social anxiety so I don't like doing things alone. And so I'm trying to get comfortable with that first before.
0: Well, I think that can be really important too because you have to know what you like by yourself in order to know like what you like doing with other people. So, okay, I know that you've started going to workout classes and going to the gym. And so like that's a big thing. And then last night you went to the movies by yourself. Yeah, not really a way to make (laughs) friends, but (laughs) – Um, Wait, what happened, though? Because you, like, posted on your story that it did not start.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, like, I work up the courage to go to a movie by myself because I've been wanting to. I was like, this is the perfect, like, self-date that I don't have to talk to anyone. And I'm sitting there and the movie's supposed to start at 6.20 and it's, like, 6.30 and it's not starting. And it keeps getting later and I'm like, okay, this is weird. And then one of the workers comes in and is, like, making an announcement that the movie's not playing And that we can get a refund, but they're still trying to make Mm -hmm. it work. So, like, if you want to wait, you can keep waiting. And so we kept waiting. Then he comes back in and is like, okay, the file is corrupt. (sighs) You can get a refund still, but we're downloading a different movie to see if this works. So if you want to wait 15 to 20 more minutes, you can wait. And so I think I ended up waiting 30 more minutes after that. And it finally started playing. But, like, I was so close to just leaving because I was like, wow, this is such a waste of my night. Like, I drove all the way out here, I bought candy, I bought stuff at the movie theaters, and now, like, I'm going to leave disappointed, but I waited, and it played. And it was really – the movie was oh, really what good. what movie was it? I saw Missing. Oh, what's that about? It's missing, and it's, like, it all takes place on a computer screen, basically. Oh. So this girl's mom goes missing, oh, wait, and so I it saw... would be, like, shooting on the yes, screen. Yes, I
0: saw a commercial for this. It has – um. Did you watch Euphoria? It has yeah, the, sister. the sister. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: but it was like so captivating because the whole time she's like trying to figure out where her mom is, and you can see her like FaceTiming and oh, text messaging and like Google searching mm-hmm. and all that stuff.
0: So yeah, it was oh really cool. Good. And I'm glad that I stayed because if I would have left, I would have felt like yeah. That. No, that that makes sense. That like makes me want to go to the movies and see it. Yeah, I remember like seeing that whenever we were at this like bar slash bowling alley slash movie theater oh, type yeah. of thing um and ad for it so that makes me want to go see it literally might go see it after this you should it was good to watch in the theater yeah too. like it was really i haven't been to the movies in forever but this is like making me think to myself how much i depend on my husband Bobby to like do things with me because I don't yeah. think that I would ever go to the movies by myself. I would be like, do you want to go with me? And then if he said yes, then we'd go. Mm-hmm. If he said no, then I'd probably just yeah. stay home. But like that makes yeah. me feel like I need to get out of my comfort zone a little bit more too. You should. <laughs> you should try it. Should I go by myself tonight? <laughs> just mm-hmm. just alone yes, by myself. <laughs> um yeah, you can yeah. Enjoy it. well Especially if it was a movie like that that I, I really liked. But we did get some questions on Instagram of people, like, wanting to know how to make friends. Okay. Let's hear it. I am not an expert. I'm, like, attempting. Not necessarily 16. Okay. We got some really good ones. <laughs> a lot of them were just, like, I need this. Like, how do I make friends? <laughs> Um, okay. So somebody asked, how do you find friends that want the same level of friendship as you? Like you want somebody, hold on. Oh, okay. So like she, she was saying like, how do you find somebody that like understands that you want like a best friend or somebody to just be like an acquaintance or, you know what I mean? Like what level of friendship are you looking for? Kind of like, if you're looking to just, like, date but you don't really want to, like, marry anybody or, you know, you could be like, I actually want to marry somebody so I'm looking for marriage. Um, yeah, that's Yeah, hard. that is hard. Um,
1: I think one thing is you kind of just have to meet people and you never know how you're going to connect with right. them, you know? Like, maybe it's like dating yeah. too. Like, you might not be looking for a serious friend and then you meet someone and it's just like, oh, my God, we, you're like my other half, like – How were we we not in each other's lives? And then there will be other people that you meet and you enjoy their company, but you don't want to hang out with them Mm -hmm. every weekend or like multiple times a week. But but that's why I like Bumble BFF, because you can be very vulnerable Mm -hmm. on it and say exactly what you're looking for. And then other girls that are feeling the same way can connect with you back or even sharing it on social media that you're looking for friends, like on TikTok, especially because like the algorithm like push you out to the right people. But um, that's definitely going to be harder when you're just meeting people in public. I ugh, Making friends as an adult is so hard. Yeah. Like, we're lucky to have
0: any friends. <laughs> I'm, like, thinking about it, too. Like, if you're at, like, a bar or, a, like, a workout class or even just, like, the dog park and you're, like, kind of making conversation mm-hmm. with somebody and you're vibing. But then all of a sudden, like, you just have to be, like, if you're wanting to, them to know your expectation, it's like, do you just come out and say, like, I'm looking for a friend or yeah, are you just like, okay, we're having this great conversation and vibing, but I'm never going to talk to you again.
1: Yeah. Th- that's the thing is if you want to make friends, you have to put in the effort right. like that. You have to be open and you like, you have to ask for their phone number or something. Like I would like to hang out yeah. with you. You know, you have to make it awkward <laughs> and And if they say no, then who cares? You're never going to see them again. But that's the thing. You have to, like, push yourself out of your comfort zone to make Do you
0: ask for their phone number or do you
1: ask for their Instagram? Oh, yeah. Instagram is probably less. Yeah, because I
0: know, like, for a while, especially while in college, a lot of people asked for other people's Snapchats. But, Mm -hmm. like, I, I, I don't know if I ever did that. But, like, I know other people did. And so now it's like, do you ask people for their TikTok or like their Instagram or their phone number? Like, how do how do people communicate?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like Instagram or TikTok would be less
0: Yeah, I feel like Instagram would be the best.
1: I've definitely asked
0: Especially in our age. Yeah. Like I've definitely asked for other people's Instagram before. Like if I saw this one girl and her dog working at um or like practicing something at a park and I was like oh like they seem mm-hmm. like a really good like dog friend like if I wanted to like hang out with and make more dog friends like in the area like this seems like a good person because they're not just like letting yeah. their dog like run hooty wild and destroy stuff <laughs> um yeah, exactly. but so I like went up to them and was like hey I love watching you and your dog train which felt so awkward <laughs> but um I just like I kind of you know was like Layla was with me and so I was kind of using her to like mm-hmm. you know be like this is my dog I like your dog Very yeah nice. um yeah. and so I I ended up asking her like do you you know go to like a training class anywhere around here or like just trying to make conversation about our dogs because like, I don't know, it just felt like the easiest thing to do after I had already said, yeah. I really like watching you and your dog train <laughs> from like a <laughs> hundred feet away, like on the other side of the field. But yeah, I ended up asking her for her Instagram or maybe it was Facebook, either Facebook or Instagram. And so like that's how mm-hmm. we have chatted back and forth ever since. Oh, cool. Yeah so you still are yeah in touch. but it was definitely awkward to just be like i really like the way you and your dog train <laughs> especially why is that awkward? yeah especially because like you just never know how people are gonna be with their dogs and so like i kept a really far mm-hmm. distance and was kind of like yelling yeah. it like <laughs> across <laughs> yeah. the field so it was like a little awkward oh <laughs> but yeah that's what you have to yeah. do yeah, it can be really scary, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. um,
1: yeah, like baby steps and practicing. Right. It's like, it's going to take
0: time. It's not going to like one night you're going to wake up with a best friend. Exactly. Um. So a lot of the other questions actually kind of go into that same thing. Like, how do you make friends that aren't just acquaintances? And like, you know, they end up being more of a relationship. I feel like that's all about just like, what you said just keeping communication and like putting in the effort Mm
1: -hmm. yeah exactly like asking them to go to happy hour or to get coffee or go to the park like yeah you have to continue reaching out
0: even if they don't yeah do you ever feel like you could just like jump or like skip steps in friendships like Instead of just saying, like, hey, do you want to go to happy hour, just, like, jump right on in and say, like, do you want to go do something a little bit more, like, intimate with a friend? Like, intimate might not be the right word, but, like, I don't
1: know,
0: like, right, or, like, maybe even just, like, going to the mall. I feel like that's, like, a little bit more intimate than just, like, going to happy hour or something like that. It could
1: be longer. Right. Like it takes more of your time. Honestly, my best friend, I kind of did that. Like I invited her to road trip with me to LA to see Lady Gaga. And we had like, I don't know if we had ever even really hung out before that. And we just like jumped right in and did like a three-day trip in LA together.
0: That's what this one person was asking. Like how do you skip over the like awkward date phase with – um with a friend and like jump right on into like the cooking together phase. But that's like a really good example yeah. of going on a road trip with a friend to do something that you're both really interested in. Maybe that's like the common yeah, that's thing. the important yeah. part. Yeah. You have to have
1: something really in common that you're both passionate right. about. Like same with Britney and Maggie, we were all passionate about social mm-hmm. media stuff. So just having
0: that one thing that you could talk about all day is what. Right. Is. No, that makes sense. I feel like it's weird because if you're trying to make friends through your dog's Instagram, you might not want the thing that you like you might not want like the similar interest with the other person to be about dogs because then like that's all you're going to yeah. know about the other person. It's like how you were yeah. saying you you met Brittany and Maggie through Dog Instagram, but you really latched on because you guys were talking about brand deals. So, with somebody else, maybe you're like, maybe somebody listening isn't interested in brand deals. Maybe they're interested in like cooking. And so, you Mm -hmm. have to talk a little bit about something else besides dogs, too. Yeah. (laughs) I think dogs are like the gateway, but you have something
1: else in common. Cause, like, that girl that I met up from Bumble. She also had a corgi, but, like, we just weren't connecting on anything else.
0: Right. And I feel like that's a really good, like, um what's the word? Push for people to start talking more about themselves on Instagram or on social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That's how I make friends now. It's, like, the only way. Yeah. So key takeaway from all of that, if you want to make friends through dog Instagram you have to talk about something besides dogs. Something else. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> or else yeah. you're literally going to be talking about dogs all day, which like I guess isn't like a horrible thing, but at the end of the day like there's definitely more to life. <laughs> oh yeah, I couldn't talk about corgis for 5 right. hours. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um so you mentioned going from being a graphic designer full-time to being a full-time content creator. And being your own boss and like doing that full-time. So what are the biggest things that you have learned over the past year? Because you started content creation full-time in 2022, right? Okay, Mm -hmm. so a full year. So what are the biggest things that you've learned in regards to like your mental health and your well-being, well-being, your own boss, and deciding what to create for your page? I think –
1: Biggest things are fault like following number means nothing, like, you shouldn't care about the following number, you need to care about the engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to learn that the hard way. I've lost like 20,000 followers. Um, another thing is that you need to like take breaks and schedule mm-hmm. breaks because I, when you're a business owner and you just want to grow and you're not growing as fast as you want to be growing, you don't want to give yourself a break because you think you need to be working 24-7 towards that right. growth. But I've had to learn the hard way as well that you need to take a break. Otherwise, you're going to get burnt out. You're going to get depressed. And breaks are productive. Mm. And another thing that I I just struggle with is, like, structuring my own day because I'm my own boss. And I am not really accountable to anyone except for right. myself. Right. I think that would be the hardest. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it is so hard. And I thought when I started this, like, I'm going to have the perfect day. I'm going to do, like, my long morning routine and, you know, just, like, imagining how much freedom and how my day is going to be structured. But, like, I literally have no structure (laughs) in my days at all. And that is hard on me mentally. Because if I worked in, like, a time slot and then was done working at 4 then I feel like I'd be much more happy mentally because I could be like, okay, I'm done working now. I did all my work for the day and now I'm gonna go do whatever mm-hmm. I want. But like, I don't do that. I procrastinate and then all day long, I'm like needing to do
0: something and pushing it off and feeling like mm-hmm. shit, <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I think that's so, like definitely the hardest thing about being a content creator or an entrepreneur is like you answer to yourself. So it's really easy to put things off. Mm-hmm. And like really the yeah, I'm so yeah really that. the only deadlines you have are for brand partnerships, um or mm-hmm. like content creation for somebody else, and so anything that you put on your own page is like all up to you on if you actually post or not. Yep. Yeah,
1: like I've been trying to I want to be consistent with YouTube, okay. and it's now almost February and I haven't even shot one YouTube video, <laughs> so I just put it off every single week to the yeah. next week. I cannot get myself to do Is it. Is it
0: hard to prioritize things? Like, you know, maybe you don't put up a YouTube video, but you are more focused on TikTok or Instagram. And so like you pri- prioritize that over other things. Is it like hard to yeah. like, find that balance of what you should and should not, you know, have your focus on? Yeah, definitely with,
1: yeah, I mean, creating for three different platforms is so hard because Instagram is where I get the most mm-hmm. engagement. But TikTok is where I like creating more. Like I like the long form vlogs and stuff, and I know that there's potential for mm-hmm. growth. So I keep holding on to hope for like that you know big growth right. moment on TikTok. And then YouTube is just like the most sustainable platform that pays its creators. And if I put focus on that, then I'd probably be well off for a while. And I just, like, I'm always going back and forth in between. I can never just focus
0: on all three of them Mm -hmm. evenly. Yeah, that that makes total sense. I think it's really hard because they all do have their pros and cons. And so you have to find your balance of, like, okay, what do I actually care about in this moment? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's hard. for, For sure. And you've been making a lot of like your goals videos at the beginning of each Mm -hmm. month. So has setting aside time to do your goals or like make those priorities, has that helped you at all?
1: Yeah, definitely doing like a monthly Mm -hmm. goal versus the whole Mm -hmm. year, because I'm a procrastinator. Like I will put it off until Mm -hmm. December. And like, so for example, decorating my office was one of my goals last year in March or something. I was like, March, I'm going to finish my office. And I did it. So yeah, setting small step goals for each month
0: makes me do it, like get it done. Gotcha. Yeah, I really like small goals as well um, and doing Mm -hmm. things monthly or sometimes even weekly, like just, you know, breaking things down literally as much as possible. And I think – Whenever I started to train Layla is whenever I really started to do more granular type of goals because in college, mm-hmm. it's like you just have somebody telling you what to do um, or like while you're in school, mm-hmm. you just like have somebody telling you what to do. So then whenever you start yeah. doing things just for yourself on your own, you like have to come up with some kind of structure or discipline to like ever get things done. Yeah. It's hard, especially when you can just keep putting it off. Okay. As somebody who is an adult, but trying out new things and learning about yourself and like taking yourself out on dates and different things like that, Mm -hmm. um, do you ever feel like you're having an identity crisis? Probably all the time. (laughs) Um, Like for the two years that I was really into training Layla and like really focused on like kind of getting over her reactivity and stuff I like put so much emphasis on being a dog mom and like being into training and Mm -hmm.
1: then
0: last year whenever we had kind of like settled with some of her reactivity issues and like I was shifting my focus a little bit and I was like okay I'm gonna invest more in myself and like learn more about myself and all of this these things I like had an identity crisis and, like, literally did not know who I was or what I liked. And I, it's still, like, this learning oh, process yeah. to, like, figure it out. Um But I feel like that can just so easily happen for introverts. And I would love yeah. to know, like, what your thoughts on, um, on this topic is and, like, how to just accept that, like, you are an introvert.
1: Oh, yeah. That's hard. Well, like, when I got Willow and started Willow's Instagram, I totally lost, like, all I cared about was Willow. I never went shopping for myself. I didn't care about clothes for myself. or And I, like, have always loved mm-hmm. clothes. And then, like, with, all I cared about was getting her cute new bandanas and taking cute pictures of her. And, like, I wasn't a mm-hmm. person anymore. I was, like, a dog right. mom. And then last year, I was just playing around with so many things, trying to figure out who I was. And I think just as a – like, I get very obsessed with one thing. So, like, now my identity is probably content creator. I don't know. <laughs> but I've found that a lot of people are relating to the trying mm-hmm. to make friends or being an introvert type of content that I'm creating, which is totally me. And so – I forgot where I was even going with that. ADHD. Um, but, yeah, I – have been learning actually there's this book called quiet that I started Mm -hmm. to read. It's kind of boring. So I haven't like fully read it, but it's kind of talking about how the world never, um, valued quiet people. And so kind of trying, I want to like normalize, like it's normal to be quiet. Like you don't need to be an extrovert outgoing, like loud to be in positions of power or to like be, you know, whatever you want to be. Like, my whole life I've struggled with being the quiet Mm -hmm. girl. And so now I just, like, now I have a platform I can try to share that it's okay to be quiet or an introvert or want to stay home. Like, you don't need to be doing what everybody else is doing to be happy.
0: Damn, did you ever feel, like, ashamed for being shy and quiet? Like, I've never thought about that. And, like, in, I
1: remember vividly in fifth grade at the end of the year, my teacher gave out, like, little – awards to Uh each person like teacher's pet class clown i got quiet as a mouse and i was so embarrassed by that like i it was my favorite Mm -hmm. teacher i was like you've had me all year long you were my favorite teacher we did so many activities and everything and then that's what you label me as quiet as a mouse like yeah i don't really know her she's quiet okay
0: yeah i've always felt ashamed of being yeah that's so like, interesting. I've never really thought about that because – so I do consider myself an introvert now, but growing up, I guess I was just, like, in so many, like, activities, like, you know, dance growing up, which you dance too, right? And so, like, Mm -hmm. I just – I was always like, yeah, I have my dance friends and, like, I'm always around people and, like, I was at Mm -hmm. school and then in college and then, like – After I got out of college, I, like, realized that I was more of an introvert. Whenever you think about it in, like, the energy type of way because more – right. Because, like, I tend to get, like, more drained around people the longer I'm with them. And then I, like, fill up whenever I'm by myself. And, like, if you're an extrovert, typically it's the opposite, that you get energy from other people. And so I guess I just, like, never really realized – That I was more introverted because I was always doing something growing up. Mm -hmm. And it, like, forced me to, like, have friends, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, totally. And as you get older, you just have less and less energy for things. But, yeah, I mean, like, once I – with my dance friends and stuff, I was totally able to come out and be myself. But, like, in school, in classes, with 25 people that I – wasn't comfortable with. Like I would never speak up in class. I wouldn't talk to people that I didn't mm-hmm. know. So yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I've never never like thought about that until now. But that's interesting. But there's also a difference between being shy and being right. an introvert. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's not needs necessarily to be if you're an introvert, you don't Yeah. Like I am shy Andrew and and an introvert. Yeah. But like you can be an introvert and recharge alone, but also be able to talk to anybody
0: right i feel like i'm more of that like i'm more outgoing and introverted yeah yeah okay that makes sense (laughs) i like had to wrap my brain around (laughs) all of that just now yeah um okay so i want to end with just like rapid fire dog mom stuff um okay so when was willow's last woo? since that's what she's famous for
1: (laughs) probably like a week ago she howls when someone comes over and they don't give her attention right away like that's her like demand for attention so she does it i just don't catch it on camera okay that makes sense all
0: right what is (laughs) willow's favorite toy probably the ball or her duck or the any ball or is it like specifically the chaka ball she's specific
1: about balls but like she'll alternate So, like, some days one will be her favorite and the next
0: days the other one will be her favorite. So, I don't know what goes on. In my <laughs> okay. Uh, your favorite book. I feel like this is hard.
1: Uh, probably. <laughs> I know. Uh, I think I'll probably say
0: The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins okay. Reid. Um, I've heard a lot about that book before. And – well, that specific author. Really good. I'm not really into fiction books. Yeah, I love her. So I haven't read it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay, your favorite TV show? Gilmore Girls. Oh, I have never seen that. But based off of what I've heard you say on So Glad We're Friends, I feel like we have really similar interests whenever it comes to TV shows. And so – yeah, it's very, like, chill and comforting yeah. and good character-driven. So, yeah,
1: it's just, like, a comfort
0: I show. am about to watch um, Jenny and Georgia, which I heard you guys talk about. Oh, okay. That's, like, Gilmore Girls for the modern day, honestly, with a crazy right. mom. Yeah, I feel like I need <laughs> a little bit more spice than just Gilmore yeah. Girls. Okay, something yeah. you constantly buy for Willow. probably like a new new
1: replacing the toys that she destroys. <laughs> I don't buy her that much like honestly. over and over again. <laughs> yeah, or I really don't buy her that much
0: at all cuz like she gets food. Oh yeah, free. true.
1: Yeah, I don't really know. I
0: <laughs> buy Layla's Chuck at frisbees constantly. Like that's the one thing okay. that I I'm like buy on repeat. Um okay, yeah. your favorite Amazon purchase?
1: Oh shoot! Oh, my new like a, I got a galaxy projector. Oh, yeah. thing that projects onto the ceiling and it like looks like um mm-hmm.
0: northern lights and oh stars, that's so cool. And it's yeah, really cool. that is really cool. Yeah, is it like small or is it a big projector? Like it's nice. small. Yeah, it just sits on my. Oh, nightstand. cool. That's yeah. nice. Okay, and then I ask. All of my guests this. So what does having a dog mom mentality mean to you? This is a hard <laughs> one. Um,
1: I guess to me, it means being the type of person that puts your dog first, but also knows when to take a step back and give yourself grace and, you know, know that you don't have to be mm-hmm. perfect and give yourself yeah. a break. I feel like I – oh, go ahead. (laughs) Sorry. I just – like, there are so many people who don't care enough about their dogs, and then there are, like, us who care too much. And it's a good thing, but you also need to know that they're just dogs at the end of the
0: day in your brain. Yeah, I feel like there's this – there has been this shift of people caring more about taking breaks with their dog and, like, prioritizing themselves So that's really, really nice to see because for a while it was like everyone was putting on the pressure. (laughs) I know.
1: Everyone was perfect and their dogs were all perfect. And now social media is taking a turn where it's like, okay,
0: we want to hear the real Totally. So that's a really good trend. I I agree. Well, thank you (laughs) so much for coming on, Devin. If you could tell everybody where to find you and your podcast.
1: I am on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube at Devon and Willow. Willow doesn't have a W at the end. And then I have a podcast out called So Glad We're Friends. And it's every platform where you listen to podcasts. It comes out on Tuesdays. And it's literally just like a girl talk. So, if you're looking for friends like you can listen to our podcast and feel like you're chatting with your friends we just have different
0: topics every episode perfect yeah i i have been loving listening to it here recently i need to listen to this week's episode but um i listened to last week's and i think that's where i heard you guys talking about jenny and georgia <laughs> <laughs> yeah in our technical. yeah yeah ones. yeah <laughs> um okay thank you so much for coming on yeah thanks for having me Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Dog Mom Mentality podcast. My name is Caroline. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Dog Mom Mentality. And if you haven't already, please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you are listening. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And if nothing else, I hope you get to play with your dog today.